If you want to read the poems discussed in this recording, you can search by the first lines. The first one, Into my heart an air that kills. And the second, Is my team ploughing that I was used to drive? A. E. Hausman's short collection of poems, A Shropshire Lad, was published in 1898 and has never been out of print. Shropshire is a small English county, and Hausman's poems evoke a lost world of the countryside and farms, small market towns and rolling hills. The dominant tone of the poems is nostalgia. Set during the Boer War, it laments the loss of youth literally in battle and emotionally, as time inexorably takes us from what we know and love. It's said that many First World War soldiers took the book with them to the front, causing Hausmann to comment that his poems could do what only the Bible had done before, deflect a bullet and save a life. We now know that Hausmann wrote the poems while suffering an intense emotional response to his unrequited and possibly unacknowledged love to a friend and fellow student. Hausmann was a classical scholar, a Cambridge professor, shy, intelligent, it would seem a rather difficult personality. He produced somewhat dull textual research and took great pleasure in criticising other academics. When I read about him, I imagine someone like the protagonist of M.R. James's short story, Whistle and I'll Come to You, an academic immersed in a world of high-table competition, intellectual point scoring, and deep personal isolation, so typical of that kind of life. But to leave the personality aside and consider some poems, uh, this is one of his most famous and much quoted verses. Into my heart an air that kills from yon far country blows. What are those blue remembered hills? What spires, what farms are those? That is the land of lost content. I see it shining plain. The happy highways where I went and cannot come again. Two stanzas of four lines with a simple A, B, A, B rhyme scheme. Of those rhymes, kills and hills stands out. The other rhyme words are far less striking. Yet the prominence of kills is undermined by its agent, air. So we know immediately that this is a metaphor linked to something invisible and intangible, even if it is yoked to fatality. Yet the following image is very real. Hills, farms and spires, the English countryside, the rural village. However, that realism is again blurred by the word blue. Hills are green or brown, not blue. Sky is blue, but it's not a blue-remembered sky. Thus, despite the specific image, the focus is on an emotional experience, a sense of distance, physically, mostly in time. The second verse draws out the metaphor, making it explicit. A student writing Happy Highways and Land of Lost Content could well be admonished for lack of originality. A creative writing degree student would probably be told to go away and start again. But Hausmann's poem works despite this. It's not surprising that the modernist 
Ezra Pound disliked and parodied Hausmann. The Imagist movement, of which Pound was a leading figure, also aimed for short, terse visual poetry. But this poem and an Imagist poem are worlds apart. Though in one sense they share a certain quality, their refusal to transcend themselves. Hausmann's poem is what and where it is. It doesn't point us somewhere else. It stands unmoving, looking out from emotional consciousness at an interior landscape. It's just there. By and large, critics have always had problems with writers like Hausmann. He was too old-fashioned for modernists, insufficiently complex to please the ambiguity-seeking new critics, too serious for others, too limited for some. Yet he shouldn't be ignored, and for reasons that extend beyond his poetry, which I'll return to shortly. In the next poem, a soldier dies in a foreign land and asks about home. Is my team ploughing? that I was used to drive, and hear the harness jingle when I was man alive. Aye, the horses trample, the harness jingles now. No change though you lie under, the land you used to plough. Is football playing along the river shore, with lads to chase the leather, now I stand up no more. Aye, the ball is flying, the lads play heart and soul, the goal stands up, the keeper stands up to keep the goal. Is my girl happy that I thought hard to leave? And has she tired of weeping as she lies down at eve? Aye, she lies down lightly, she lies not down to weep. Your girl is well contented. Be still, my lad, and sleep. Is my friend hearty, now I am thin and pine? And has he found to sleep in a better bed than mine? Yes, lad, I sleep easy. I lie as lads would choose. I cheer a dead man's sweetheart. Never ask me whose. The final verse feels almost gratuitous. On top of dying, he's lost his love to his best friend. But again, as with the previous poem, it works on its own terms and resists, or simply leaves as unnecessary a deep interpretation. I recently read a 20-page article about Hausmann's poetry from a book published in 1983. The word England doesn't appear once. Recent books about Hausmann, however, have England in the foreground. Not so much as a place, but as a concept, a sense, an idea. The England of Hausmann can also be seen as the England of Brexit a lost landscape of green meadows and a simple life unspoiled by modernity, questions and foreignness. Hausmann's voice, simple, lyrical, local, is as much a part of this national crisis as straight bananas and a distrust of faceless bureaucrats in Brussels. But it's the idea that there's a tangible quality of Englishness that somehow occupies a space of landscape and history, and which can be protected, that we need to address. If we think about Hausmann's poems, three points should be considered in relation to this. Firstly, Hausmann hardly knew Shropshire. 
It was a setting for the poems, not an inspiration. Secondly, as already suggested, the poems stem from a personal experience of un unrequited love. Thirdly, nostalgia is a very deceptive emotion, as likely to focus on things that didn't exist in the past as on things that did. The England Brexit believed it would recover is as much a fiction as Houseman's Lads and Lasses and happy, carefree games of football in the sweet Shropshire sunshine. At another level, and here I entirely agree with the New York writer Charles McGraw when he recently reviewed a book on Houseman, the danger of nostalgia as an emotion is that it's a convenient way of avoiding the other, more threatening emotions that produce it. It's not surprising, perhaps, that Brexit describes a sense of loss whilst avoiding any analysis of what that means or what to put in its place.